Welcome back to Fanfatals. Take a ride with us on the Hogwarts Express. Walk down Main Street with our best super pals. And defy gravity as we talk about all things fandom. Welcome back to Fanfic House, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma, and happy Women's History Month. This week, as we continue to celebrate, we are going to be talking to Katie Dodge, who is a wonderful chocolatier behind the Lady Tano Pop, which is now known as the Ahsoka Tano Pop. Yep, it's just called the Ahsoka Tano Pop, or just the Ahsoka Pop. Yes, which is at the Ganashri at Disney Springs in Orlando, Florida. So hi, Katie. Hello. (laughs) I'm so happy to talk to you. I know I told you, like, earlier, like, I was so excited when I first heard about this pop because I'm an Orlando girly myself and was just so excited to get this opportunity to talk to you about it. I'm so glad you guys reached out. It's definitely been a really fun experience getting to do this. Getting to meet all the different Ahsoka fans has been just so awesome. Yeah. And of course, I got it a couple times last year and I plan on getting it a couple times next week when I'm home for spring break. Yes. And I just love it so much. So Thank you for making this like nerdy thing. I love it so much. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just going to do some general questions before we get into your career and the Ahsoka pop and your Star Wars journey itself. So the first question is, what is your main fandom? Star Wars. That's what I figured you were going to (laughs) say when I wrote this question out. I was like, hmm, I wonder if it's going to be Star Wars. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your Hogwarts house if you have one? I am a Hufflepuff. Same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Gabby's a Slytherin, but I always love having my Hufflepuffs on because okay. <laughs> we're all great. Right? Um, yes. So who is your favorite Disney princess? Ooh, I'm going to say Tiana. Okay. Um, I am from the South, so I'm from South Carolina originally. Okay. And so seeing a like strong female character who not only wants to be a chef, and I kind of have a lot of the same similarities in her story. I grew up yeah. and you were like, chef's a great dream. Maybe think of something a little bit easier. And I'm like, no, thanks. Good try though. Yeah. And so when I saw Tiana for the first time, I'm like, oh, we're the same. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That was my favorite because I was a book girly growing up. And, you know, she was the brunette princess and exactly. brunette. <laughs> so, um, are you a Sith or a Jedi? So going into Star Wars again. Oh, I am more Jedi. Okay. More light side, more Sokotano yeah. leaning, Obi-Wan, all of them. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so heroes or villains? I'm going to say heroes, okay. which I know is a little boring, but I love a good like redemption and like, oh, we thought we were going to yes. fail, but we did it and we were, were so, it's good in the end. I love it. I yeah. love that answer so much. I'm a heroes growing myself actually too. So I always love that question because some people are like, the anti-hero like Snape yeah and like throw me for a curveball or Kylo Ren they usually lump in that too yeah 
I can see that. Yeah. So who's your favorite Avenger? <gasps> Bucky Barnes. That's Gabby's favorite Avenger. I love she Bucky. She loves Bucky. I know she... <laughs> She's gotten to see um, the actor at San Diego Comic-Con because she's from San Diego. And she has oh. a great story. It's like one of the first episodes we ever recorded. She tells that story. And I think it's titled, that ep- like that episode is titled based around that story. <laughs> I love it. I'd love to meet him. I love Sebastian Stan. He's such a cool yeah. actor. Yeah, I love him too. He's great. <laughs> and then are there any other fun facts you'd like to say? Not that I know of. Okay. Kind of very straightforward. Okay. So, of course, like, I got to know you because of the Ahsoka Tano pop, and that's, like, when I first heard about you, especially after your talk with Ashley last year. But what first got you introduced into the Star Wars journey, or what is your journey through the Star Wars fandom? So, I had actually never seen a Star Wars movie up until COVID quarantine. It was... I, so I was a Marvel person. I was okay. Marvel through and through. I was like, I don't need to watch Star Wars. I have all the Marvel movies. Why would I bother? Yeah. And then May the 4th happened. And I was like, well, I, I got nothing else to do. I mind you, we're in quarantine. So I'm staying home. I was like, yeah. I guess I'll watch Star Wars. And I watched them all within two and a half days. Like all wow. the movies from, from one to you know the end, all of yeah. them. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever watched in my life. Oh That's my gosh. Awesome. And then I yeah. watched The Mandalorian. And then okay. I watched Clone Wars. And I immediately became obsessed. I was like, this is the greatest franchise I've ever seen. I love it so much. Um, I really clung on to Ahsoka, especially as clung on to her and Captain Rex. Those were the two characters that really like- Ahsoka is one of my favorites. I have like three Ahsoka things within arm's reach right here. I'm looking at my wall and I have like multiple Ahsoka things. I've got, my Funkos are above me and I have at least three or four Ahsokas up on my wall. I have like the little Stitch Numio in the um like Ahsoka the- shirt and I met Ashley in my Ahsoka cosplay last year. That's so, so cool. Stuff like that is like on my desk. Just yeah. <laughs> but no I, I definitely I clung to those characters and especially during COVID because it was such a hard time and I was losing a lot yeah. of who I was as a person I felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there my position at the Grand Flirty Bakery had not reopened so I uh, they offered Disney offered us jobs kind of anywhere and they're like we'll just throw you into whatever yeah. we have and I was like teach me anything I'll, I'll learn anything and so they put me yeah. in attractions at the Millennium Falcon oh that's so awesome I just was like I was truly thrown into this like obsession and I tend to hyper fixate on things so like yeah my hyper fixation became Star Wars and it just kind of grew from there and I realized I missed being in a kitchen and so that's when I went back to the Ganoshery but I just kind of kept that really deep love for Star Wars yeah and that's awesome. kind of spiraled into this <laughs> yeah so you kind of mentioned the two Star Wars characters that you love and like that are most like you, but why do you think Ahsoka and Rex are? So or why do you think you clung on to them rather? <laughs> um, so so my, my first like experience where I like, I looked at the both of them, I'm like these two, I picked these two was in the movie when Ahsoka and Rex, so Anakin has kind of like pawned Ahsoka off on Rex and Rex yeah. is like, what do I do with her? Like, okay. Yeah. So walking okay. down and Ahsoka's trying to give Rex like, pointers and he is kind of like yeah we've done that like just kind of like trying to get her to like stop yeah and she looks at him and the lines roughly around the lines of well if I'm a Jedi and you're a clone captain does that mean I outrank you and Rex turns to her and it's my favorite line from Star Wars is in my book experience outranks everything and that that was kind of my and, and then she responds with well I guess I better go get some more experience 
And instead yeah. of being like, you know, well, I, I am a Jedi. You need to listen to me. She very much yeah. listened and talked to what he had to say. And I absolutely adored that. And I adored that moment between the two of them. And I loved Ahsoka's, you know, kind of sassy attitude without being rude. And whereas yeah. I love Rex's, you know, he's incredibly loyal. He cares about people in his life. And I was kind of going through this journey of my own self with, you know, we watch Rex start to question kind of authority and like, what yeah. authority do I genuinely listen to? And just because someone says it's the right thing, is it genuinely the right thing? And I was kind of starting to go down that my path myself of, well, this is what people in my life are telling me to do and what they're saying to do, but is it really the right thing to do? Yeah. And so I clung to Rex with that. I also absolutely love the clones. So I was just kind of like that one. I picked that clone. He's mine. Yeah. I love the clones. They're so cool. I love them so much. Yes. Um, and so that's kind of where I clung to both of them. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I also clung to Ahsoka. She's my favorite character in Star Wars. So anything Ahsoka I can get my hands on, I'm going to get my hands on. <laughs> so I was really excited when I first heard about the pop. I remember because we do a fandom news segment on the show. Mm-hmm. talking about it when it first got announced last year <laughs> yay so like I've gotten to like kind of watch your journey through this whole pop and I'm just like so excited to get to talk to you now it, about it was, your journey with Star Wars and everything it was such a pipe dream the whole product was just a pipe dream yeah that my was like yeah let's do it and I was like I'm sorry what <laughs> and so yeah I was, I thought for sure I was gonna bring this idea and my chef's gonna be like yeah no mm-mm, we're good and I was gonna be like okay yeah so it was, it's so much fun getting to hear people say how much they love it. Cause it is definitely something that is so close to yeah. my heart. Yeah. So what is your Kyber crystal color? Purple. I'm actually wearing my Kyber crystal now. Actually, oh, I didn't even notice it. Oh my gosh. No, I love that's, it. That's my Kyber crystal. <laughs> that's awesome. And then who is your favorite droid? <gasps> chopper. I love chopper. I, I love our to, little like, war criminal. Chopper. <laughs> I love him. Oh my gosh. I love Chop. He's so funny. I do too. <laughs> He's great. Our little war criminal. A little war criminal. <laughs> yeah. So how did you start out your career as a chocolatier? I know you kind of hinted at it a little bit. So I started my Disney career in general as a college program student. I worked okay. um, three months. I did a month and a half at Amorettes and then a month and a half at the Ganachery. Okay. And so I kind of had that like dip in the feet then. And during college, I actually hated chocolate work. I was like, I never wanted to oh, do chocolate. Wow. I do not enjoy this. I thought I was going to do classical French. And so I was really trying to lean more towards amarettes. Um, I then finished college and I went full-time with Disney, um, working at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then I transferred okay. over to the Grand Floridian, was there up until COVID, um, worked at the Millennium Falcon, like I said. And I started realizing I really do like talking to people and I really like guests and I really like guest interactions. And I'm like, okay, well, I still really miss the kitchen though. Um, they offered up another position to me over at Epcot Festival. And I was like, all right, okay. I really do love the kitchen, but I really miss people. So I was like, you know what? Let's try going back to the ganachery. I was yeah. like, I really still, I'm not a fan of chocolates, but I've gotten better with my chocolate work over the years. I've done some chocolate sculpture pieces. Okay. Um, and so I was like, all right, let's go back. And so I did. And Chef Manda remembered me. So she pulled me pretty quickly over to um, the ganachery. And that's how I kind of got into that field. And oh, I've wow. not been this March will be two years. Wow. That's awesome. So I definitely love it. Yeah. And you kind of talked about my next question, which was your career trajectory to um, the Ganachery, but what was your major in college? Because you mentioned the college program. (laughs) I actually have a degree in baking and pastry. So I am, um, the college program I did was specifically the baking and pastry 
culinary okay. college. So yes. yeah, I went to school for that. That's awesome. I was just so interested because, you know, I have a lot of college program friends growing up in Orlando and most of them are, you know, business majors or whatever. So I haven't heard the culinary side of that. Yeah. So it's definitely different than like your typical college program student. Cause like I've, yeah. I've looked at people who are on the regular college program and they were like, yeah, they asked me like what my favorite princess was, what I would do if there was an angry, upset guest. And yeah. my questions were like, okay, so um, you're going to go to the market and buy me a seasonal fruit. What are you making me with that product? And it's oh. like, oh, or like, what's the difference between like pastry cream? Like, how do you make a pastry cream? What's a creme wow. on glaze? And then I also had to do wow. a written test. That's crazy. Yeah, it was very, very difficult and intense. And I think I was one of, I think, six for the whole year in the pastry wow. program. If That's I remember awesome. So it was definitely something that I was like, okay, that's yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what has been your favorite experience working at the ganachery? Ooh. I definitely loved getting to, um, obviously ever doing everything with the Ahsoka pop and getting to yeah. do that. Um, but outside of doing that, I actually got to do a event with Ashley Eckstein. Um, oh at um one of our like meeting areas and she did a s'mores event so myself and one of my other co-workers awesome. went and made s'mores for her and it was just so much fun because I literally got paid to make s'mores for like five hours <laughs> wow super cool yeah that's awesome yeah that was a really fun experience yeah and then I'm sure you have a favorite um chocolate at the ganachery what's your favorite flavor if you had to choose my favorite is the Jean Duya so it's Italian okay. hazelnut very similar to like Nutella but it's yeah. what Nutella wishes it was okay I think I've tried it I really like that one that I always so get good. like a little bag before coming back up to school heck yeah yeah <laughs> of course I have to <laughs> so the main reason why is of course the Ahsoka pop is the whole thing I wanted to talk to you about so for those of you who do not know, in 2022, for Celebrate Her Story at Walt Disney World, which is their um, Women's History Month celebration, you helped create the concept of the Lady Tano or the Ahsoka Pop. How did you come up with the idea of the treat and like, what was that whole process? So the process started out actually with me originally, I was sitting in my, so our chef came to us and was like, hey, these holidays are coming up. These events are coming up. Start thinking about ideas. Okay. And she's like, you know, Valentine's Day, Easter, Women's History Month, just come up with something, figure it out. We'll figure it out from there. And I immediately clung to the idea of doing something for Women's History Month. So I was like, all right, well, what can we do? What characters can we do? And I was like, I really don't want to do a princess. Every time yeah. there's something with Women's History Month, it's always the princesses. And I'm like, I really wanted something with Star Wars. And so I was like, maybe I'll do something with Leia or Padme. And I was like, yeah. I like the two characters. I'm just not sold on it. And so I was like, I'll think about it. And so I was actually watching the Clone Wars. I was watching the Umbara arc and I was- Oh, wow. Making, um, a hat. I was doing, I, so I have a Captain Rex hat that I wear pretty regularly and I was making it. And I was like, you know, it'd be really cool if we did something for Ahsoka. And I was like, actually, that's a really great idea. And so I stopped what I was doing and I have my notebook on my bedside table and I started sketching it out. And wow. I knew I obviously wanted to do the fulcrum symbol on it. And I was like, I really want to do something with her mantles because she has that really beautiful striking yeah. uh, blue patterns on her mantles. And I was like, well, what if we like swirled the ganache on the inside? Yeah. And again, when I brought this idea to my chef, I was like, she is going to deny this so fast. <laughs> because A, I'm the only Star Wars fan in the shop. So oh, everyone- wow. I'm, I'm like, people have seen it. They know like the base of yeah. the characters. But I'm like, I had to give a history lesson on who Ahsoka was, 
That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I had to give a history lesson before even the pop came out of who Ahsoka is, why sh- we take these colors, why we did this, why we did that. Um, and so we did that. And then the idea of doing it plant-based, Ashley Eckstein actually does not ha- eat dairy. Um, yeah. Or she tries to kind of minimize in her diet. And so we were like, we wanted something that she can actually enjoy and have. But at the yeah. same time, also something that was really cool because we have never done a plant-based item in the shop. We That's had awesome. never had one. So this was the first one we had ever done. And it was definitely a challenge to try and take our recipes and turn them plant-based because ganache yeah. is the mixture of, you know, heavy cream and chocolate. Yeah. So getting to do that was definitely a challenge all in itself. And then swirling two different flavors into one was like crazy. Yeah. And from there, we just kind of kept playing around with it. And as we were submitting it to Lucasfilms, they're like, this is too blue. This isn't blue enough. This is the wrong swirl <laughs> pattern. This is the right swirl yes. pattern. The orange is too orange. It's not orange enough. Now it's too red. And it was like, this is never going to work. And we didn't get our final approval until like two days before it was like about to be sold. Wow. And literally like two days before we're like, yeah, that's fine. You can sell that. And we're like, good. Cause we've got like four pans of them ready to go. Cause what's yeah. happening? Jeez. And I didn't even think about like the colors. We had to get, to so it. we had been working on it since October of 2021. Wow. So, um, I pitched it before I went out of town. I got back into town and then we just started going out. So October, so November, December, January, February, up until like literally, I think February, like 28th, we were like waiting on approvals. It was nuts. Yeah. (laughs) It got approved. And then Chef Amanda and I kind of had the idea of, well, what if we did an event with Ashley? Like she obviously, you know, loves this idea because we had talked to her about it before yeah what if we did an event with her and then we kind of got into event planning which chef Amanda and I have never done before and chef's like well I now know who to go to for things yeah and it kind of went from there (laughs) wow so what was Ashley's like do you remember how she reacted when you first told her about the idea of this whole pop so they emailed her and she was like this is a great idea I love it and before we had come out with it I actually got to meet her in person beforehand wow. um, on Batu, And so I was like, I'm going to tell her because mind you, she's had like a general idea of who I am. She's seen yeah. like photos of it. Um, but her and I had never met. I had never actually spoken to her. My chef had spoken to her. Wow. Um, and so we're on Batu, and I was like, hi, my name's Katie. And like, I'm trying to take a photo with her and like not cry. Cause I'm like freaking out. Yeah. And I went, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, my chef. And she goes, I do. Who's your chef. And I went chef Amanda. And she goes, Oh, you work at the ganachery. She goes, Oh my God, you work at the ganachery. And I was like, yeah. yeah. She goes, Did you, are you? And I was like, yeah, that's me. And she's like, Oh my God. And she's <laughs> like, just, awesome. It was such a moment. And I'm like, Ash Eckstein's fangirling over who I am. And I'm like over here trying not to cry. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And she was just so over the moon, excited about it. She's like, I can't wait yeah. for it to come out. This is such a cool idea. I'm so excited yeah. to try it. And I'm just like, so did she not get to try it until it came out? It had come out. Wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So you actually see, there's a video on her Instagram of okay. her trying it. And that was the first time she'd ever actually tried it. Wow. And in the video, you're watching her like bite into it for the first time. What you don't see is my chef and I behind the like scenes of her taking this video, just like, oh my gosh, if yeah. she doesn't like this, I'm going to cry. Like, oh, please. please. Oh, jeez. And <laughs> she takes a bite. She goes, oh my gosh, this is so good. And chef Amanda and I are like, oh, okay we're fine. Yeah. fine. <laughs> wow. That's um, awesome. That's the first time she ever had tried it. And it was like, this is so cool. Yeah. 
so you kind of talked about um, like what made you choose the character of Ahsoka Tano to inspire the treat and like why her over any other Star Wars woman. But like, well, yeah, like, I don't even know how to word this. <laughs> I guess, yeah, like, what drew you to having this strong female Jedi rather than another queen or a princess in Padme and Leia? I feel like, again, when you think of Star Wars and you think of strong females, most people's mind immediately goes to Padme and immediately goes to Leia. And yeah. I, I do love the two of those characters, but again, because I just connected so much with Ahsoka personally, it felt more right for me to do Ahsoka yeah. over anybody else. And she, again, is a character that I relate to so heavily that I wanted to make a product that I not only felt passionate about, but I was passionate to talk to other people about. Because when yeah. guests come in and they talk to us, like, why, you know, the same question, why Ahsoka? Well, she's someone I love. She's somebody I care. I, it's yeah. a character I care so much about that I could talk to you about for hours about Ahsoka <laughs> and her time during the Jedi Order and after the Jedi Order. And it was like, I wanted a character I could genuinely talk about and not just yeah. another person. Yeah. That's not to say I don't love Padme and Leia. I do, but it was like, yeah. <laughs> it made more sense for me as a person. Yeah. And I know that you guys have done the Millennium Falcon pop. Um, yeah. What was the whole process with that? I know we're here to talk about the Ahsoka pop, but <laughs> it's another Star Wars pop that you yeah, guys have so created. That was an item that, so that came before my time even. That was a thing okay. that came before me. Um, and from my understanding, it was an item that came out with May the 4th. And people loved it. And they're like, well, can we keep it as a menu item? And they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. And it just kind of stayed a permanent menu item. Wow. And actually my first day working at the Ganashri as full time that I were like, oh, we're going to teach you how to make the Millennium Falcon pop. And I was like, really? And they're like, oh, I forgot you're a Star Wars nerd. And I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you have mentioned that it's plant-based, but specifically the flavors are coconut and blueberry swirl. Yes. What made you choose specifically those flavors? So obviously I wanted the blue and the white for yeah. Um, I did a lot of deep dive into the Tegrudin diet and where the Tegrudin people come from. So they're actually from the planet wow. of Sheeti. I, yeah. I, I'm, a mega, I'm a mega nerd. <laughs> um, so I knew there was a good chance the blueberry would have been, you know, if that was an item on their planet, it would have been something they would have eaten because the planet of Sheeti yeah. is a lot of mountainous valleys, um, and a lot of mountainous range and forest range. So blueberries and berries in general would have been something that they would yeah. have consumed because they are also an omnivoric uh, society. Okay. Again, I went like really deep diving into this. <laughs> um, and originally I did not want to do coconut because I was like, she wouldn't okay. have had on Sheely. But then I had the realization that Ahsoka was pulled into the Jedi Order when she was three by Plo Koon, another Jedi yeah. absolutely adore. Um, Same. Oh, I love, I love Plo Koon. Oh my gosh. Um, that's a whole other conversation. I could- Oh, same. Yeah. I run for hours about Plo. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> but so I was My like, okay, Jedi well, character OC, her um, her master is Plo Koon. Like, I that love, is how much I love. I, Plo Koon was another character that I kind of adopted into my own, like, personal love. And I love the wolf pack. Like, I, I'm I'm going to end up getting Wolf's helmet on my shoulder here. That's awesome. I'm doing Commander Wolf's helmet with a flower crown on him because I just think it was so cute of an idea because he's all grumpy and angry. He's like, here you go. Have a flower crown. Love you. That's awesome. Um, but so the idea with the coconut was like, all right, I can kind of play with this because with Coruscant being kind of the head of the um, empire uh, of the Republic, so many trade routes would have came in and out of there. So there's a good yeah. chance that she either had it on 
um, Coruscant or during her travels as a Jedi or a Padawan kind of going across the galaxy with Anakin. So I'm like, all right, I can kind of be okay with coconut and it still gives us that nice white color. Yeah. And it's easy to make plant-based as well because it's mostly just coconut puree. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like, Yeah, from the culinary side of it, blueberry and coconut was a great option because it holds really well and you can use, it's a really easy puree to get your hands on. Coconut puree and blueberry puree are very easy to get your hands on. Yeah. And it was easy to make it plant-based. Yeah. The blueberry and everything. So our coconut recipe in the shop has very little dairy already in it okay switching it over to the plant base is really easy and I'm like well what if we just took the coconut puree out and just put blueberry puree in its place it yeah. still makes plant base. it works out great and we've tested it and it came out really um solid and it had a great flavor to it wow. that's awesome yeah yeah I'm trying to think if I have any other like questions pop up in my head um as I'm talking with you So you mentioned that you started as a Marvel fan. If you could choose a female Marvel superhero to do a pop for, what character would you choose? Probably Kate. Kate Bishop. I love Kate Bishop. I So I had never seen Hawkeye until my roommate was like, we have to watch Hawkeye. And I was like, okay, we'll watch it. Yeah. I loved Kate's, you know, she's she's reckless, but she still cares. She wants to see the good in people. And even though things are not great around her, she's still yeah. trying to see the best in everyone involved. Yeah. Um, and and so- kind of like I, Ahsoka. Yeah, very much so. I, I can definitely see a lot of Ahsoka and Kate as well. Um, so it was definitely, I probably heard the most. Her, Yelena. I, I love Yelena. Yeah, I love Yelena. <laughs> I just like thought of that because I was like, oh, you said you were a Marvel fan. Yep, I- I was, so my brother, uh, my fr- I got my first comic book when I was 16, my brother. He took me to the okay. comic book store and was like, I'm going to let you buy whatever you want. And I bought okay. the first couple episodes of Thor and I liked it. Okay. And then he's like, well, why don't we watch the movies? And so we started watching the movies and I just like downhill slope became obsessed. And I actually remember watching like Civil War. I was living in Berlin at the time when Civil War came wow. out. And I made my friends go wow. with me opening night in Berlin to go see Civil War. That's we're awesome. Technically seeing this before anyone in the States are because it hadn't come out in the States yet. Wow. Because the time zone changed everything. Yeah. And we're like, this is so cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause I started off as a Star Wars fan and then grew into Marvel. Ah. And it was definitely an interesting transition to like go from yeah. Star Wars into Mar- or from Marvel into Star Wars. Because, and as well as, you know, I had so vehemently be like, I don't need Star Wars. I don't want to watch Star Wars. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to That's me. That's how I was until yeah. freshman year of high school for me. Mm-hmm. And that's right around when Rebels came out. So I, Rebels was kind of my introduction to Star Wars, not even the movies. Because <laughs> I like randomly kept it on at my grandparents' house because they're like, oh, look, it's Star Wars, whatever. It, it's a cartoon. Sure. W- watch that kid. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And I remember watching the season one finale when Ahsoka walks down that staircase or the ladder. Oh. Mm-hmm. Being like, who is she? So then <laughs> I went back and like researched, like, because everyone was freaking out because um, Ahsoka Tano is back and Ashley yeah. is now able to speak about how Ahsoka lives and all this stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay, 
let me go and watch Clone Wars now. So then I watched Clone Wars and then I was like, I should probably just watch the movies. And oh, but like Ahsoka was my like intro- introduction to Star Wars. So mm-hmm. she is the my favorite character and like a big deal for me. She's so again, a- I was just so excited with this pop. It 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 definitely was something that I'm so glad I have gotten to be a part of doing. And yeah. something that I'm so excited to be able to be part of Team Tano and now kind of have my own stamp in Ahsoka history now. People yeah. know me now as this, and it's like it, it's so exciting. And I, I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. It's funny you brought up Rebels. I'm actually, my brother and I are getting tattoos together that it's Ahsoka and Rex meeting for the first time. Um, So I can't remember the exact quote. We're gonna have to figure it out. Um, Rex looks at Ahsoka and something along the lines of like, you grew up or you got older or something like that. And she responds with, you know, it had to happen at some point or one of us had to. Yeah. And that's definitely like how my brother and I, like he looked at me one day, he's like, you got older. And I'm like, well, yeah, I grew up. Yeah. And so him and I had talked about, I was gonna get Ahsoka's and he's gonna get Rex. That's awesome. Yeah. I love the Smith and Rex's relationship. They're such a cool, like, brother-sister duo. And I just, I love them. Yeah. I love them bits and pieces. And the season finale of Clone Wars, you know, or, yeah, this, the yeah. whole like, finale. Yeah, the series finale. Yeah, the series finale. I was like, this is so, like, <laughs> especially, you know, her taking his helmet off and he's crying. And he, she's like, you're a good soldier. I'm like, stop. Just don't do this. No. I, yeah, I cried a lot. I sobbed uncontrollably. And then, you know, watching her, ha- knowing that her and Rex had to go and bury all of his brothers, you know, and leave those helmets up, you know, it, it's such a hard thing to realize. And yeah, you have to think that he had to go and find all of his own brothers as well. And she had to go find the men that she basically grew up with. These are her brothers in a way as yeah. well. And it, it was just such a hard like episode to watch. Yeah, I, I've shed many a tear about Ahsoka and Tano. I can understand that. <laughs> I it, oh, I love it. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> I noticed your tattoo like when you reached your arm to oh, Ahsoka. One? Yeah, the fulcrum yeah. symbol. Yeah, so I have the fulcrum and the J guys. Um, I got it. Yes. Shortly after we did, we finished the Ahsoka pop. I had done over. Okay. I so painted all the Ahsoka pops. Yeah. As of right now, I hand paint all of them. Um, I painted over a thousand Ahsoka pops, and I was like, it makes sense at this point to get the fulcrum symbol. Yeah. I actually seen someone do the fulcrum symbol with the J guys, and I'm like, I can't do something for Ahsoka and not do something for Rex. So yeah. I was like, all right, let's do this one. So I have the fulcrum symbol now, and I have my J guys. That's um, as awesome. well, they have a little. Um, I don't know if you can see him as easy. My yeah. Little were there. Yeah, I love that. That's He's awesome. got a whole backstory now. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other like fun facts you'd like to say, or um, do you have any handles you want to promote or anything? My Instagram is it's it's a long one. Sorry, y'all. It's uh baking for the happiest place on earth. So it's the number four. Um, and it will be linked in the description for this episode. Oh, fabulous! Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to edit this part out, but I will announce okay. it soon enough on my Instagram. I'm actually leaving the ganachery very soon. Oh wow! Um, I got promoted. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. I'm still going to be in the Springs. I'll be over at Amaretz. I'm going to be a chef's okay. assistant there. So I will still be in the Springs, but I will yes. not be the Ganache much longer. Okay. First day there is March 19th. I'm very excited. Okay. Um, um, when will you announce it? Because th- that'll determine when we, if we cut it out or not. Um, I'm hoping within the next few days. Because this episode will come out 
a week from today. On the 15th? Yeah. Um, I'll probably announce it by then because I start like, okay. classes on the 18th. Yeah. So I may announce it same day, most likely. Okay. Um, just, I, I'm trying to give the Ahsoka pop it's time. Like it's, this is what I want people to focus on when they think of me right now yeah. is the Ahsoka pop because it is something that we've worked so hard on and something that I've spent yeah. so many hours working on. Um, so I, I wanted to kind of give it it's time and it's like, look, yeah. it's still here. <laughs> love it, please. Um, before I I'm love like- it. I can't wait to have it again. My boyfriend and I are going to Disney Springs Tuesday of next week, and then I'll be there again on Thursday. Awesome. I won't and be there. I know. I'm- yes. So definitely make sure you get a good one. Let okay. me know. <laughs> I will. But I'll probably. So, ask- and he didn't try it last year. <gasps> oh my gosh. So I'm dragging him over to the ganachery before our reservation at House of Blues. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. And he and I, like, our whole relationship started because of Ahsoka. So this is, like, really huge thing. Yeah. Um, He's a huge Star Wars nerd. And his lock screen when I first met him was something Clone Wars related. I was like, oh, I like Clone Wars. Ahsoka is my favorite character. And Rex was one of his. Anakin is his favorite. So like that was immediate whatever. Yeah. We um our official like anniversary date is May sixth, and we started dating two days after the season seven premiere. Oh. <laughs> like we were watching it together, and he asked me to be his girlfriend. Oh, that's so, cute. Like, so we've told Ashley this story now. Yeah. Like, Ahsoka is just like a huge deal, not only for me growing up. Mm-hmm. but with my relationship so this is an awesome oh, pop to kind of have us share together and yeah, everything that's so cute I love that thank you that's so cute Holy baloney. Yeah. <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on again I loved having this conversation with you it was amazing <laughs> I hope I get to see you on Thursday at some point because I'll yes. be there all day like I said I I'm I clock in at 9 a.m. So I okay. will be there. <laughs> yes. That's probably what I'm going to get so I can get a seat. Yeah, I definitely get there early. If it was anything like last year's event, we, oh. it, it, I got a seat last year. I was near the back. We were really nervous because we, we started at not, we like, we know people were going to start being let in at nine and it was like nine Oh five and nobody had showed up. And we were like, what if this flopped? What if we flop? And out of like nine, like nine oh seven, we just see hordes of people running to us, and I'm like, "Ha!" And and there is Soka full, like full Soka gear. Like it was, and we were giving out um, wristbands because Ashley was giving out some of the books, and then yeah, it was like the first like fifty people, and after that, I had made the little Tano pops. Yeah, I I got one of those. Yeah, so I handwrote Tano on those as well. Like I hand painted the word Tano on all of those by myself. (laughs) <laughs> it was one of those things that we're like we should do that and I was like I'm painting over like a hundred of them and I'm like look at my chef and I was like I don't ever want to write this word ever again <laughs> she's like so I'm gonna guess that's not happening again <laughs> um not the mini tonos no okay um, this event that she's having I'm actually not part of it all we didn't, oh, wow. I, didn't I learned when everyone else learned okay um, I didn't know if you were a part of it or not I'm not oh, wow. um I even texted my so chef man is no longer at the ganache we have a new chef yeah I texted Chef Manda and I was like, do we know anything about this? And she's like, yeah, I think it's to do with her new collection. The, yeah, um, I think so. the universe or something like that. Or yeah. Universe. 
Um, so I think it has to deal with more with that collection, which okay is more than a totally tool. fine. Yeah. Hopefully she'll be like, and there's a Soka Pops and like a Nashery and people can come over and I like, know her. She will. I hope so. It's definitely something that I was like, we need to make sure we're well prepped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Especially if it's anything like last year. I remember like you guys sold out and we're making more. So when the event happened, I was talking to some of the guests who were there and like chit-chatting and everything. And my chef assistant, her name is Kate, comes over. She goes, hey, Katie, I'm so sorry to bother you. We need you in the shop. And I was like, okay. We have a line down our door. And I'm like, what is happening? And she goes, we're about to sell out. So yeah. I'm literally painting them. And somebody comes in and she goes, oh, I want to buy 20 of them. And I was like, I don't have 20. I was like, can you come back in like three hours? And she's like, yeah, totally. So I was quite literally painting them to put in the fridge Jeez. to cool to wrap and immediately sell it to this woman. Wow. <laughs> and we probably would have sold more than a thousand if I had kept up. But wow. there's like so much That's I can crazy. do. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, thank you again for coming on. I hope to see you next Thursday, a day absolutely. after this episode releases. And my Ahsoka so gear for sure. Uh, heck yeah I will probably have something on that will be Ahsoka related if nothing else I'll just they can all get over it (laughs) well again thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me this is so much fun yeah Yeah, if you'd like to come on at any point just give us a day honestly honestly message me I'm always down for it let's go okay okay (laughs) great thank you so much absolutely bye bye Leah Salonga joins the Broadway production team of Here Lies Love and the cast for a special guest engagement this summer. Joel Blackman, Tom Hewitt, and Lilius White have extended their runs in Hadestown. It was announced that beginning in October of 2023, just two Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser voyages will be offered per week. Disney says that they are using what they've learned after one year of operation to adjust according to guest needs. Android Weber's Phantom of the Opera will open for the first time in Italy this summer with Ramin Karamlu in the title role. David Brain, Stephanie Sue, and more will perform at the 2023 Academy Awards. Funko is throwing away $35 million worth of pop toys with the move being made to help with tax write-downs. John Berthnall's Punisher returning in Daredevil Born Again with the series beginning filming this month. The Kennedy Center has announced Alex Brightman, James Monroe Iglehort, Leslie Pritzker, and Rob McClure to star in their production of Stamalot. Casey Likes will star in the Broadway transfer of Back to the Future as Marty McFly. Funny Girl has set its final performance for September with Leah Michelle extending her contract to close the show. Universal Orlando Resort and Universal Studios Hollywood have debuted a new dairy-free butterbeer topping. Olivia Holt will make her Broadway debut in Chicago next month as Roxy Hart. Ashley Park, who is the original Gretchen on Broadway, will be making a cameo appearance in the Mean Girls movie musical. Drew Gaelic will join Little Shop of Horrors on Off-Broadway as The Dentist later this month. Three Sisters, starring Oscar Isaac and Greta Gerwig, indefinitely postponed at the New York Theater Workshop. Disney has announced an opening date for the villas at Disneyland Hotel. Starting from September 28th of 2023, the new villas will be available for guests to stay in. Bruce Vaughn returns to Disney as Chief Creative Officer and Head of the Imagineering Department 
on March 20th. He left the Walt Disney Company in 2016 when former Disney CEO Bob Chapek didn't want a creative at the head of the department. A brand new immersive musical production of The Lord of the Rings, based on the classic trilogy by J.R.R. Tolkien, is coming to the Watermill Theater in London this summer. Coming soon to a grocery store near you, Dole Whip, this fan-favorite Disney Parks treat, will be available in freezer aisles nationwide. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. We are a proud part of the Real Fans Podcast Network. And if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them at rf4rm.com. Next week, we will be talking about the real women who inspired the Broadway musicals Six, Gypsy, and Chicago. Remember to subscribe to us on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you think of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FanFatalesPod for the latest updates. And you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, which are all going to be at SniffyEmma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. And Gabby can be found at Gabby Gent pretty much everywhere, which is J-A-B-Y-G-E-N-T. Our editing is by the wonderful Carolyn Smeyer. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Bye! The views expressed in this episode do not reflect the brand or company they are about.